We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back Holy to another cow. episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. Dan, we do not have a victory pod this week because it was a couple of draws. But wow. you know, that doesn't sound fun. Draw pod. <laughs> Hashtag draw pod. No. Hashtag tie tie pod. Well, don't eat those. Eat them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the games and, and we'll talk about the the refereeing controversy and and Peter's quotes and people getting mad at me on Twitter.com because I was not properly chastising the referees for how they treat Sporting Kansas City. So you said on Twitter.com, you old yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll talk about all of it. But uh, but how you doing? Uh, doing good, man. Doing good. I think we we will need to have an over under on this show um, as to how much peter got fined this week probably just this week alone with it's, his uh comments it's becoming like a routine thing for him seems. we need to go, i feel like we need to go fund me like uh set up a you know something like that to help yeah. him out a little kickstarter campaign for peter's yeah. rants but uh all things considered man two draws don't seem like the end of the world despite those those games we played you know yeah and we got a huge game coming up this weekend against colorado and so we'll that's, talk about that. They're right on, on our heels in, in the standings with two games in hand. And right. of course, the biggest game of the week is the MLS All-Star game. Oh, that's tonight. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, <laughs> is it? Um, we'll see. Assuming <laughs> Daniel doesn't like hurt himself or something, knock on right. wood. But like, I, in all honesty, I'd be fine if that man plays about 20 minutes. And... In all honesty, I'd be fine if that man played zero minutes. But we'll... Oh. Uh... Why is he not on the skills competition? Like, I feel like he could have done something there. He's only like, isn't he the golden boot leader right now? Or uh, Well, he's up there, but I would have been happier with him in the skills competition yeah. than in the actual game. Less yeah, chance true. of getting hurt. But yeah. And, and, and being an LA man, I, I don't know. This is cool for him. And he's got all this media stuff going on, pick all the appearances, but yeah. you know, you just, you worry about your guys, especially your all-star guys. You right. Know? Right. So we'll talk about it all. We'll get into it. Uh, but y'all know we like to start by shouting out those who have left us those five-star ratings and reviews. And oh my. some weeks we have new ones, some weeks we don't. But this is a week where we have a new review to read. We do, buddy. It's uh, it's from Mrs. Motts. 
then at the end it says Ben M Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> uh, so it says, okay, okay, fine. I did it. Five stars. After being incessantly asked to do so, I'm finally relenting to your demands. Here is your five-star review, Jimmy and Dan. I hope you're happy. Now, I'm glad this person did not just leave it at that because I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, that's, that, that, is, that's, that hurts me. And that gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, hope you're happy, idiots. Yeah. Uh, but it says, seriously, though, I have found tremendous enjoyment in listening to this podcast. As a relatively new soccer fan who is just bringing to grasp the game and the culture that surrounds it, Jimmy and Dan have acted as tour guides along the way for me. Their lighthearted banter and sensible analysis has enhanced my enjoyment of the game I've come to love. And I look forward to their podcast each week. Keep up the good work, guys. There you go. It's That's awesome. I don't mind that you come in hot like that and, you, and maybe you're frustrated with us begging for reviews when you come with that sweet, sweet, soulful review right there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all, all podcasters beg for the five-star rating and reviews. Oh, it, yeah. it helps it boost us in the algorithms and the search terms. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're getting up. I looked the other day cause I was curious cause some, some automated marketing email sent us something. They're like, we notice you're this ranking in the soccer podcast and whatnot. Ooh. And I looked and we were like, this isn't going to sound as impressive as it, you know, thinks i think it is in my mind but it was like we were like the 50 or 55th rated soccer podcast in the entire country i don't think that's i don't think that's bad because like no. we're a very niche thing right dude. we're not like all of major league soccer for one right we, we we only market to people here in our region you know right so well and like a lot of the the, the top ones it was like okay extra time obviously sure. espn fc okay Makes then sense. like Chelsea mic'd up, which is the official official Chelsea club podcast. Like they're oh, up wow. there. So like the ringer has a, po a soccer podcast. So like some of these big well, ones, but then like, I'm more interested who we're ahead of. I'd have to go back and look. I don't so remember. Why didn't you look at that stuff? That's I, important. I think, I think we might've been the top sporting KC podcast. Oh my God. But I don't remember. I don't remember saying much. Cause we are the only one because I don't count the sporting KC show because they are a radio show that happened to release on apple Podcasts, you know what i mean <laughs> so i'm sorry to diminish us but we are kind of the sporting kansas city podcast i think yeah that's true if i uh if i were to look right now i'm going through um you know men and blazers is up there oh, yeah. sky sports podcast um the independent you know there, there's there's quite a, a a decent number of of like big time ones oh, up there trent crim is with the independent trent, trent crim independent um I don't know. Yeah. So I'll have to, to look at it. And now it's not loading one time because Apple changes their friggin' podcast app every other day. Hey, we might be 55 in the country, but we're number one in your hearts, man. And that feels good enough for me. <laughs> you know, apparently the Arsenal podcast is, is way up there right now. So, uh, but you know, we're, we're, we're up there. Cool. Cool. We're cool. Up there. The Seattle Sounders have their official podcast up there. That's fine. Well, whatever. Look, they're fine we're we don't like them no so it's <laughs> all just, good we could just spend the show talking about other podcasts this is really really self-involved right now, I'm all now about it, talking dude. about our own podcast ratings hey so. thanks for that new review ben Nim. <laughs> i love it and uh you know you keep them coming guys we'll always read them on here uh and uh makes us feel warm and fuzzy it does thank you so much uh you know what else makes us feel warm and fuzzy or uh, not warm and fuzzy. There it is. Uh, Y'all, listen. All the way from Australia to Houston, 
Our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Take your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code NOOTHERPOD. Ready for an out-of-this-world experience? Look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off not only in the USA, but Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Travel Bag to hold your whole solar system. The new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is here to guide you on a jury to trim your body the fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It's got that 7,000 RPM motor, the multifunction on off switch. It's waterproof. It's got the 4,000K LED light. It's got everything you need. Performance package also includes the weed whacker, which is like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. Weed Whacker is also waterproof. It's got a 9,000 RPM motor and 360 degree rotary dual blade system. It also has that proprietary skin safe technology to help prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in your delicate body holes. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Toner. And Manscaped threw in two gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. So make sure you go to manscaped.com and use code NOOTHERPOD for 20% off plus free shipping. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. And y'all, this might be the last week that you can use it. So make sure if you want to get 20% off plus free shipping, go to manscaped.com slash NOOTHERPOD because it might not come back. You need some you need some intergalactic planetary music underneath this. Like I I can't just, I can't <laughs> sing soft enough because it would be too distractive. You know I just been intergalactic <laughs> planetary. <laughs> you know I was ready, dude. I'm yeah. gonna bring the Beastie Boys with you. Yeah. You know maybe one day we'll up our our, our you know underlying bed music. You know under, underneath what we're talking. But like we can't use really uh, you know commercial music unless we have explicit permission, which we got from uh-huh. Radkey, which is well, awesome. Like- how how many how many bars is yours truly allowed to sing man am i gonna get up am i gonna get in trouble for singing uh some space oddity that one time no you're i mean we're not we're not big enough where you know uh we're we're, we're getting on the radar of the lawyers but it's okay <laughs> i'm sure we're fine Just getting a cease and desist over here <laughs> <laughs> depends on the you know disney they're they're very vigilant with their cease and desists oh so. they'll get you are, are you on uh are you on Team Disney or Team uh, Johansson? Oh, I don't know enough about. I mean, probably yeah, I Johansson, I guess, but I don't like it. I mean, Disney Plus still made a ton of money on this yeah. movie, so I'm like, I don't know. I guess I don't understand the issue, but well, I'm her sure contract, everything, her contract probably said, "Oh, you get X percentage of the box office." Is probably how it was written, and since it didn't mm-hmm. go. It made a lot of movie on Disney Plus. They're like, well, that's not box office, so you don't get that money. Oh, yeah. That's and probably she's probably true. like, well, hold on a second. Hold the so. phone. So now she's like, 
probably going to be in a DC movie and Black Widow's gone forever. And right. I mean, more power to her, I guess. Try to get your money. Disney's a multi-billion dollar company. As much as I like their products, like I'm not here yeah. to, I'm not about to start defending the multi-billion dollar company, but definitely not. There's also a lot of other issues in the world that I'd rather spend my time and emotional energy on than if Scarlett Johansson got her extra couple million dollars. So, well, all right. I don't okay, know. Good, good for her, take I guess. On that. You know, I also want to get your take on about uh, uh, English Premier League teams uh, not allowing their people to go. I mean, I get it. I probably wanted to save that till later, but I don't see why not right now. It's okay. I I get it. It's news today. The English Premier League teams have reluctantly but unanimously decided that they will not be releasing players listed in the quote-unquote red countries, according to the UK government, for the upcoming World Cup world cup qualifiers the republican countries right right well strangely enough the united states is apparently not a red country uh, with covid I, right you with got covid 19 red right alert yeah right and you know i thought it would be but maybe it's just you know boris johnson and and you know yeah the american government have figured out a way to I, to well, you know we're very burnt orange the we're, we're getting there <laughs> we're, we're getting there uh but you know a lot of south american countries argentina brazil uh, Mexico is a North American yeah. country, but Mexico is listed as a red red country. Uh, Egypt, so that would affect you know Mo Salah. Sure. Um, a lot of the African countries, they're all listed as red countries according to the UK government, and that means, according to the English Premier League clubs right now, yeah. they're not going to be releasing their players. Which Sporting Kansas City tie-in, if Raúl Jiménez can't be released to go to Mexico, who's a striker, then that significantly increases the likelihood that Alan Polito gets called in and might even play more than he would have otherwise because suddenly Mexico are down their best striker. Well, that's interesting to think of. You know, and I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at this situation. Like, I mean, there are bigger things than, than soccer, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think, like I said to you, uh, unlike what Danny Rojas says, football is not life. Danny, Danny, well, Danny uh, Rojas also says football is death. And football it, is football. I mean, football could be death if you go to one of these red countries. <laughs> or if you kick a penalty kick and kill a dog oh my god it's just spoiler spoil alert. season two over here this it's not it's it like first episode early it doesn't on doesn't matter some people are waiting to binge it i'm not i always watch it but i mean come on man it's you like the first it. thing you see in the first episode but also you said spoiler alert after spoiling that is not how you do spoiler alerts i'm sorry that's the, you're the worst person to be around <laughs> with entertainment like oh my gosh this happened spoiler alert i don't know that's not what i'm not normally i'm mr like don't tell me anything spoiler you're very bad you're very and, bad at and that. like yeah. even with sports games you're like you're gonna have fun watching this game and i'm like don't tell me that i don't want to know anything all i say is you're gonna have fun and you're like oh spoiler i'll kill you <laughs> i do that with movies though like i have a cousin who like when oh, big movies like when avengers came out like yeah i was like do not tell me anything and he's like i won't tell you anything except i loved it and i'm like do no watch- that sets that sets expectations <laughs> do you not watch trailers i'll watch trailers but i don't want to know what people think because uh, it, it affects like I, I i go into movies you with stay like, off twitter oh yeah wow like when star wars came out i i want like internet silent for like the three days leading up to it where's jimmy he hasn't tweeted in days well because i mean like you think you're safe but like when the force awakens came out when the force awakens came out it'd be like a facebook post about like oh here's a kitten playing with a duck that you know this family adopted and then you look at the comments and some asshole would be in there be like uh han solo dies 
And you're like, yeah. that doesn't have anything to do with the kitten and the duck playing in this video that I'm watching. But someone just wanted to get in there and be like, Han Solo See? dies. I was real mad. Someone uh, almost tried to spoil Avengers. I guess they were just fucking around. But they said Captain Marvel kills Thanos. Mm. And I saw that before seeing the movie. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like my entire experience has been ruined. Yeah. So I kind of went in there thinking, oh, that's going to happen. And, it but even, and I'm like, that guy's a loser. But even then, didn't it impact your it viewing experience? It did. I was very yeah. sad. So, so I get it to an extent. Yeah. But I mean, when I tell you like, man, you might cry this week at, at Mandalorian. And you're like, shut up. Well, Don't I don't want but see, But see, again, because then I know I'm just sitting there waiting the whole time. I'm like, oh, shit. Baby Yoda's going to die. And then you don't cry. And you're like, Daniel's a, a fucking <laughs> sorry sap. No, I cry a lot at a lot of things. So. Hey, I cry at a good musical number. All right. I'm like, yeah. it's such a good song. <laughs> He's not throwing away a shot. <laughs> you have no idea. That was a tearjerker for sure. Um, let's let's talk about some of these games here that happened this week. Because we had a couple of games, a couple draws. A couple uh, draws, man. Exciting draws. Yeah, the first of which was Portland at home, which I thought we were going to win. And, you know, Sporting KC came out uh, with, with a, a pretty pretty decent lineup. I mean, Ilya drops back at, at center back once again. And uh, Remy Walters playing number six. We got Polito, Shallowy, Russell. Um, well, he, Portland also came to town after having a touchdown dropped on him by Seattle. So true. they were a little lit on fire, I'm sure. They were, but they, you know, they didn't have Diego Valeri in their starting lineup. They didn't have right. Yimi Chara. No beard, Diego Valeri. I'm like, who's that man? <laughs> didn't know they who didn't, it was. They didn't have the, you know, the secondary Chara in their starting lineup. You know, this was a uh, primary Chara. <laughs> this, <laughs> this was, um, this was a winnable game for SKC. It felt Possession that way. seventy to thirty in favor of SKC. Shots thirteen to eight. Shots on goal four to one. Didn't um, matter though, because Portland was just going to sit back and try to get us on that counter. Diego Chara was going to frustrate us the whole game. Like you knew what was going to happen, and it did. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, seventeenth minute is when uh, Felipe Mora put the ball past Timilia on. You know, in, in all honesty, what was a, a a fantastic cross. I mean, Felipe Mora was sitting right in there between uh, Andre Fontes and, and Luis Martins, and. Um, Fontas just barely tries to jump and head the ball and, and Martins is behind that. It's not like, uh, you know, you could say maybe more. I got in a little bit behind Fontas and a little ahead of Martins, but that's just a perfect pass. And he puts it home past Emilia and it just kind of was, but I think it's so preventable. Like I think they, they just lost track of him. Uh, just poor, poor placement. I think they could have easily intercepted that ball, you know, headed it away. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's sad to been. see that one go. It should have been prevented. It's but you know, that's one of those where like, okay, it's it's a it's a really good cross. So and it's point blank. Tim can't do much at that point. So yeah. But it sucks because you go down one one zero early, and yes, everybody and their mother is tweeting the same thing. Well, sporting KC are used to this. We've got however many points from, sure. from behind. But like 70 minutes to go. Let's go. At some point, that's gonna start catching up to sport in KC if they keep doing that that's not sustainable luck runs out unless you're me it runs out <laughs> unless you're me <laughs> uh so you know and and the you know teams like coming the, into uh children's mercy park and, and parking the bus and that's when it gets tough and and you start just having to whip in crosses and hope and and we've seen that a number of times with sporting KC and that's certainly what happened. a lot of crosses dude like mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, what are we doing? Like what? No one's penetrating the defense because they're packed in. We have right. to whip in crosses and hopefully get something. The, the stat that I think was most telling about this game is crosses. You want to guess what the crosses were for Sporting KC versus Portland? Oh, it was, it was almost two to one, wasn't it? Oh, it's more than two to one. Was it? Sporting Kansas City had 37 crosses in the game and Portland had two. Oh, Jesus. So, well, that was, that's not two to one. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's, that's like a 2000 percent increase. To one there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Good it's, uh, I mean, but that shows you, okay. You know, and again, 70% possession for Sporting KC to 30. Portland got their goal. They almost scored a second goal like six minutes later, but it was called offside because, uh, you know, Marvin Laura, pretty good shot, but he was offside. They got their goal and they basically were like, cool, we'll just sit here. It's all they needed. And, you know, SKC put the crosses in, but that's sort of what the problem was with SKC of old before Alan Polito and before Gotti Kinda is like our entire offense back in the day was let's whip in crosses and hope Dom gets a header on it. Yeah. And that hasn't really been sporting Casey's offense in the last couple of years, but it's not, but I'll never fault Zussi for putting a cross in. Like I'll let no. him do it all day. Cause it's, it's pretty. Yeah, no, I mean, they can do it. And you know, I certainly trust Alan Polito or, or Kyrie Shelton or whatnot a lot more to get on the head, uh, end of a ball with their head than, than Dom Dwyer. Nice to see Kyrie back, uh, get back in there too. Yes, but uh, he was hospitalized with an apparent abdominal injury, so uh, he's back Which, in there. Did you hear Peter say something like his pancreatic enzymes were like triple what they should be or some shit? Yeah, I don't understand. I'm not a doctor, you hear that? so I don't understand. It Dr. Crazy. PV just schooled us with some weird <laughs> anatomy, and I was like, Say what? <laughs> you Como what? Yeah. So it's just, it's tough, because when a team bunkers like that, it's very hard to break them down. Oh, yeah. And they bunkered, and then they brought in Diego Valeri, and then they brought in Yimi Chara, and so they suddenly are starting to bring in their starters in the second half, and you're like, well, this is going to be tough. And Valeri had a hell of a chance on goal that his professional ass just blew. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, it could have put the game away for Portland, basically. And he just simply didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we get eight minutes of stoppage time. And in the 91st minute, Daniel Shallowy gets the ball off of a little flick on from Alan Polito and shallowy drives down the left side of the field and then drives into the box. And there's like four or five Portland players between him and the net. And for whatever reason, shallowy looked and goes, I think I can go near post. I think uh, I can beat Steve Clark. There was literally the width of the ball mm-hmm. available between Steve Clark's hand and the post and shallowy slides it in there. And he's just like, I'm Daniel shallowy. I can score this. Unbelievable. Yeah. We aren't saying that sentence a year ago. No, oh, that's Daniel Shallow. He can score that. What is happening? It's it's wild. And I saw it and I was like, how, how, how does he keep doing this? Like he is. Steve Clark stood on his head that night too, man. Like he was, he had a great game for Steve Clark status. Sure. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> Steve Clark's a veteran has been around a bit, but like, I don't tout him as one of the greatest goalkeepers in the league. No. And, and you can tell. Steve Clark is not expecting this ball to go near post. He even gets a little bit of a hand to it, but it's, it's too hard to, to be able to 
to stop the shot. It's too late. And so, oh yeah. but there's this one view. If you go to MLSsoccer.com and look at the highlight, you can see the window through which Daniel Shallowy shoots this ball. And it is insane. He's got two players closing down on him. Like you said, it's basically the width of the ball. A third player's coming in. Steve Clark's near post. And I, what I wanted to look and see, I was like, okay, well, was Steve Clark leaning left or something? He got caught on the wrong foot? No, he wasn't. No. It's just a fantastic shot. Just a shot that Daniel's like, that's that's the one. You got to make the difficult ones yeah. that are locked down. You know what I mean? And I'm just, I'm shocked, man. And we, and dude, this was a week of physical games too. The Portland game got a little physical too, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of bumping around and everything as well as Minnesota, which we'll tackle next. But like then Fontas had a chance at the end of this game to seal the deal. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking. Like that man is a hero. Yeah. If he gets a header on that, you know? Yeah. Couldn't Ooh. quite put it away. He had a free chance, but well, free ish final Just play could, of the game. Right. What's the blue right after? Yeah. Couldn't quite turn it. So seems like forever ago, by the way, like when you have these two games a week, I'm like, damn, was that Portland right. game last week? Right. So crazy. that was kind of a bummer of a game. You know, there was a chance to win, but you come out of there. You're like, ah, I kind of feel like I maybe should have won Doesn't that feel game. Bad. I don't uh, think it feels bad. I'm, I'm being honest. When you come back like that and get one at the end. It feels a lot better than if it's the opposite. If you're Portland, oh, you're feeling oh, real yes. shitty. And they were too. Portland yeah. was real upset about that. But for us to get it, no, it's not a victory. Uh, but the players are upset with their home form. Mm-hmm. Like they know this weekend when Colorado comes to town, they need to step it up and defend their house. Yeah. Well, because – you know, they've had five wins and, and only one loss at, at Children's Mercy Park, but four draws. You know, that's not the type yeah. of uh, split that they want at home. That's not um, the home form we've had in the past. No, we've had three losses on the road, but six wins on the road and, and only uh, two draws on the road. So less draws, more wins, a couple more losses. But um, Sporting KC is a very strong road team. They're they're a strong home team, but they, they could be better. Yeah. So... Um, so you, you have that game in the midweek and you're like, okay, well, we're going to turn around and we're going to go on the road to Minnesota for Heineken rivalry week, the friendliest rivalry in MLS, right? That's what well, they tell us. You won't us. be saying that anymore. <laughs> this, uh, no, this game got, got chippy. Um, yeah. fans might still be friendly with each other. I imagine when the Minnesota fans come down from Minnesota, at least for the maybe foreseeable future. We'll see. It's, They'll still do soon, dude. They're coming yeah. in September. Like we got to play them again. Right. And I imagine that like, okay, they'll the cauldron will do their typical thing where they're nice to them or whatnot. I don't know with COVID if they're going to do the same joint tailgate or not, but uh, this for the first time actually started to kind of feel like a rivalry game on the field. A little because, bit, dude. Yeah. It, it started getting chippy. These teams did not look like they cared for each other at all. Like the respect was, I mean, maybe, maybe there was, maybe it was too much respect. Maybe they're like, no, no, these, this is a good team. Play them hard, you know, get on them. Well, and it was what last year in the playoffs when Minnesota came to Kansas city and eliminated yep. sporting KC to move on to the Western conference championship game. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, this is, that's kind of how the RSL rivalry started is, you know, there were some dust ups on the field in certain games and then 2013 MLS cup. And then 
you know, Roger Espinoza is trying to kill Kyle Beckerman and Kyle Beckerman's being a little bitch. And it's well, Roger and, was about to fight too on, on Saturday, man. It's uh <laughs> Polito pushed a guy and, and Tim, Kyrie had a, Tim was in a dude's face. Tim Kyrie, was had a guy, Kyrie had a guy almost put his hand on his throat and Kyrie was like, you better stop. Like, I yeah. feel like Kyrie's a pacifist until you try to choke him and then he's going to kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, don't, don't bring that evil out in me. I put that, that life's behind me. You know, <laughs> Kyrie's not a small dude. He's not. Definitely I wouldn't want to mess with him. That and still wears the medium Jersey for God's right. sakes. How's that possible? <laughs> but Tim was out there with, um, you know, the, 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 the fake way, not Timothy way, uh, Patrick yeah, way, <laughs> The fake um, one, <laughs> the off-brand way, the right. fucking guy's potato <laughs> chips way. But uh, he was out there like kind of stepping on him and, and looking, looking down on him and, you know, letting him know, hey, not here, not in my box. So not uh, in my box, baby. <laughs> you know, the, it started off again, you know, uh, a, a pretty, pretty decent lineup overall. You had Cam Duke starting, which was kind of exciting because Very people exciting. see Cam. Fast. Yeah. Kyrie in the starting 11 on the left side, Johnny on the right. Um, Cam's started. Just, he's flash, dude. Like, yeah, he, I, that's what I want to call him. You know, baby, baby flash. Baby flash. <laughs> um, it started off with sporting Casey on the front foot, but it took all of what, like six minutes for the first yellow to be shown. And many sporting KC fans, you know, rightfully so are upset because Debasi, um, he kind of, depending on the angle you saw, kind of looks like he clotheslined and threw Alan Polito down around the neck. Yeah. And Why was advantage, that at? advantage got played and the ref came back and, and showed a yellow, but, you know, in theory, they say every play is reviewed that's reviewable up by the VAR, yeah. but it wasn't signaled to have the center ref look at. That's hands to the face. Like your neck is your face. The head and neck area. Yeah. So I don't like that. There's one angle where if you look at it just right, you're like, okay, well, maybe he grabbed them more around the shoulder. But either way, it's like they're running in opposite directions. He puts his right arm out, grabs around Polito's general neck area, and like spins them around and throws them down. Well, Polito needs to feel good about this. These guys are fouling him because they can't stop him. Like that's yeah. the thing. If you're tugging jerseys, if you're grabbing arms, it's because you're a piss poor defender. You yeah. can't stop him, so you have to foul him. Like, just be a better soccer player. Well, and this is <laughs> I mean, easy. <laughs> this is part of Polito's games because he was way back in the midfield. Because this is what he does: he drops way back in the midfield, does a little layoff, and then makes a run. He can turn, and that's how he finds space a lot of times. So, oh yeah, I get how. I mean, Debasi was about to be beat. And Polito was going to have a basically free run. Yeah. But that that was a pretty serious foul. Bro, over half of pass interference calls in football is because the cornerback got smoked. You know what I mean? So he's got to, right. like, try to hold on to him or some shit, you know? He's got nothing else to do other than just give up a, a freaking 15-yard penalty. Or yeah. I guess in pro football, it's more than either, that. But... It's either that or a touchdown. You know what right. I mean? Right. So it was that kind of situation, but – wasn't looked at which like okay we're gonna we're gonna call this game a little fast and loose i guess i guess well then ask remy how he feels about 14 15 minutes (laughs) later 21st minute and this is the one i caught caught a little flack on on twitter 
You got flack? Well, because I, I'll probably catch it again here because I'm gonna stand oh, by what I said on Twitter. I love it. Uh, you know, twentieth minute, um, Minnesota's sort of uh, starting to counter off of a, a Sporting KC set piece, and Remy Walter comes in with a high boot, and uh, certainly at least live looks like he catches. Uh, I forget which Minnesota player it was, if it was Reynoso or, or one of the others, but looks like he catches somebody in the midsection with a high boot. And, uh, you know, it was a foul and the ref runs over and pretty immediately goes to the back pocket straight red card without hesitation. Remy Walter sent off in the 21st minute. Um, this gets looked at again. VAR signals down. It is Reynoso who was the, the man who suffered the foul. Um, VAR signals down, hey, hey, take another look at it. He goes and looks for about five seconds and then comes back and says, yeah, it's a red card. Well, it wasn't clear and obvious. And you even heard on the broadcast, was it was it Stu Holden or was it Taylor, uh, Taylor Tillman? Yeah. I, I mix up the two white guys with good general, hair all general the time. General white guys. General white guy with crisp hair. That's what I do with, with nasal voices, whatever. They... <laughs> Don't spit out your water. <laughs> they, uh, he said, you give a yellow in that instance, so you can go review it and possibly give a red there. You know that because you can't. He couldn't go back and give a yellow, could he? Uh, he could. Once oh, you okay. go to review, you can make it any. So you can overturn the red and give him a yellow once you go to obvious. review. Yes. So if you did a yellow, and it's not clear and obvious, then he stays in the game. In so theory. that's why Taylor yeah. was saying that. You know. Yeah. Now, here's where, and I stand by this take, even though it, I've, I've heard it from all of you, and it's fine. <laughs> Was this bad? I didn't even see this happening to you. Were, yeah. were people on you? People were on. A lot of people, what? well, so there, it was split. I, I got more support than people mad at me. You okay, know, I had, but we I had only our, focus on the negatives. I had our boy, Sean, retweet me and be like, this is the right take. And I was like, thank you, Sean. Sean Goodwin? Um, yeah. Yeah, my favorite Beatle maniac. And then... <laughs> And then I had, uh, and then I had people come at me with their resume. What are you basing this on? Because I played at soccer at the highest level, and I was paid to be a referee, and I couldn't disagree with you more. And I oh, wanted no. to be like, oh, you played in the Premier League? You played at the highest level? What's the highest level? Like you, junior college? Right. I'm like, come on now. What happened? Come on, people. Like, Are these people you know, or just randos? Uh, that one was one I knew. Uh oh. So that one I know is, is one of our listeners. No, no, I no, love no. Them, and thank and you for calling no, out Jimmy on his I bullshit. Don't, I don't know that he listens to the podcast. He's a former coworker of mine. And I almost, oh. I, I wrote down a couple of tweets back and deleted them all. That's so. <laughs> always best. I've done that a few times, like not going to send. Yeah. Just had but, to get um, it out. Yeah, you should have said, well, I host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Of all of the bad calls that have gone against Sporting Kansas City, this is not one that I can look at and be like, I'm going to be outraged about. Now, having said that, this is where nuance comes into the conversation. It was late. Objectively, was late. objectively, what Remy Walter did can reasonably be given a red card for. He yeah. went in studs up. Yes, he tried to pull out a little bit. I hear you, Peter. Peter's saying the same thing. Don't I? I saw that. Well, um, there was a joke there somewhere. <laughs> I, you, you stepped on it. That's probably good uh, reason. <laughs> uh I know what Peter says. I know what all of you are saying. Well, he tried to, you know, he, he pulled back. Uh, he still went in late with a high boot. He was, was very late. When you slow it down, it looks ridiculously he's late. He's two yards away when the Minnesota player hits the ball, at least. 
and he still goes in with a high boot. He tries to pull it back. He may not give him cleats to the chest, but he still hits him pretty hard in the leg. And even if it's not straight spikes, the spikes get there in some way. By definition, it's a reckless play from Remy Walter. As much as the player made it hurt. Totally agree. But like you gotta totally make agree. a meal out of that because totally agree. It it I mean Reynoso looked like someone came in with you know a, a oh, battle yeah. axe and chopped both of his legs off. He got my femoral artery. Oh my god. That's not what happened. But objectively, I can look at that foul and be like reckless. Sure. Now now here's the nuance. It's okay to be mad that Remy Walter got a red card and that Debassi did not. That's totally fair because I can totally agree that there's inconsistency in the officiating there. What I couldn't get with was people, and this is what they were doing, and then they started moving the goalposts, and I called one person out. I was like, no, 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 that's not what you said. People were out there being like, nine out of ten times, that's not a red card. There's no way that's a red card. What are you playing? And, like, objectively, it can be. So that then when the argument switched to, well, Debasi should have got one then too. Yep, I agree with you. But you can't sit there and say, Remy didn't deserve a red card while at the same time saying Debassi did because they both were reckless plays. So well, it's, you know, Peter's, Peter's upset that these teams dive and like sure. they're making meals out of fouls and we sure. don't do that. And, and we haven't done that for years, but here's right. a quote, dude, that I really love. Oh, wow. My dogs are not happy about something. So <laughs> they're mad at me. See, this I'm, is what Twitter was like to me after I said what I just said on Twitter. It's a bad deal. I, you know, <laughs> you can hear my wife, uh, you know, thunder running down the hallway. <laughs> to, you want to, to describe to your your wife up. as thunder running? Well, uh, <laughs> it's it's an old house. How about that? It's old house. No. So Peter says the fact that guys on my team don't dive, the fact that guys on my team try to fight through tackles and you can't see that you can't realize that when you're doing the game, that a guy's trying to stay up because he's not trying to dive because he respects the game because he respects the way he's playing. He actually has respect for the referee. He's not trying to dupe them. He's not trying to dive to get the call. I call that respect. Yeah. And so basically Peter said like, this team doesn't respect the referee. And Peter was basically like, uh, my bank account number is one, three, zero. which I get at the same time. I kind of want to be like, well, Peter, have you ever watched soccer? Like, yeah, are like you, that's what happens. I welcome mean, you, to the sport. It sucks. And I wish we could change it, but until everyone collectively changes it, that's why non-soccer fans have zero interest in being fans. Right. If it's the refs, let them do it. Then yeah. either you got to change the rules or you got to learn to play with however the game's called. Like, it's the same thing that I don't know if you're much of an NBA fan, but like NBA fans for a long time were getting mad at how James Harden would do his stupid like pump fake and then kind of jump. And like, there's no way he's going to hit sure. that shot, but he's drawn a foul and it's ugly and it's stupid. And he gets that call every time. Hey, he was a loud guy. Marcus Smart, man. Marcus Smart was the biggest flopper of all. I was like, this dude would be an excellent soccer player. Right. Well, <laughs> the NBA eventually changed the rule. So mm-hmm. now what James Harden does doesn't work anymore. So if you want to get rid of flopping in soccer, or if you want to have it be more like what sporting KC does, where we're quote unquote respecting the game, like Peter says, then you got to take it up with the league or with pro or with the international football association board, whatever IFAB, whatever it stands for and, and figure out a way to then. And I've advocated for this for a while. Like, okay, well, if you go down and you're getting treatment, then you got to come off the field for the amount of time that you got treatment for. 
You don't sure. get to roll around for four minutes and then come run off the field and come back on five seconds later. Yeah, it's not. That's not fair at all. That's a good point. Uh, how, so Remy picks up his first red card, which as a person who has played tackle football, <laughs> that looks like absolute nothing. OK, but sure. whatever. It happened. It is a red card in the eye of the law and whatever. <laughs> but so he had to run. He had to run through his uh, through a freaking tunnel at practice today because he got a red card. And yeah. for those of you who don't know what a quote unquote tunnel is, they basically run through and get slapped on the back and have no regard uh, if your back is sensitive or sore or not. They just slap yeah. the crap out of you. Doesn't look fun. Doesn't look fun. As a person who had some uh, pretty hard sunburn when I was a kid, I'm just oh, yeah. like, ah, don't smack my back. I don't like hot showers like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Um, but Look, I know people are going to be mad at me. I get it. It's a red card. They're it is not. what it is. They've but cooled off. They no, get it too. Not based on what I saw in our questions. Like uh, not even. Oh, we got we got questions. We got some. We'll we'll get to those here in a sec. Yeah, heated questions. We, well, not. I mean, kind of, sorta. But um, I saw some, but I didn't see that. They're. Not, I mean, they're not that heated. But well, I'm excited. Um, Tim Milia made hella saves. Tim Milia makes oh. team of the week. Tim Milia should be player of the week because Tim Milia is arguably the best goalkeeper in Major League Soccer. My favorite is the patented Tim Milia double save where he initially saves it but doesn't quite gather it and then has to save it again. Right. And I'm like, this man is an absolute crazy person. Right. Like he puts his body on the line. He saves things with his face, with his testicles, with his chest. He just <laughs> does not care. Yeah. And when we had him on here, I think I asked him, I was like, why are goalkeepers crazy? <laughs> yeah. No, and he didn't I mean, even really answer. It's just like, you know, Tim Milia, well, I just try to help the team win. God damn right. it, Tim. Why well, are you I crazy? Mean, there's a reason that since 2015, Tim Milia has the most MLS regular season shutouts in the entire league. 57. That's bananas. You must have saw that on the beyond the box score on sportingkc.com. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> nope. I just made that up. I've been holding on to that stat. But, you know, we come out of this game, okay, 0-0 draw. Tim does his thing. It honestly shows how resilient the club is to to play 70 minutes down a man, and it never really felt like we were down a man. It didn't. That's crazy. If I'm Adrian Heath, I'm livid with Minnesota that you weren't able to take advantage of these 70 minutes, 10, you know, 10 on nine, you know. For the second uh, game in a row. For the second second game game in a row. row. They had a red card against uh, or for the other team uh, in the previous game, and they couldn't capitalize on it. Then they need to work on that because that's a huge deal. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, it it, on one hand, you're like, okay, I feel pretty good that Sporting KC played down a man and honestly looked like they had some chances to maybe steal three points. There were Uh, chances, yeah. On the other hand, then you're like, oh, it could have been if we had Remy in there. It could have been. You you just, you got to be excited for that point. Uh, I hate nil-nil games. I really do. We haven't seen a sporting game nil-nil in a while, I think, yeah. uh, that I can remember. But it's uh, overall positive experience, all things considered, right? You know, we stay in second place. Sporting or Seattle gets yeah, – you Seattle know, jumped us last week. They have three points on us now, and Colorado's two points behind us with two games in hand. So this game this weekend is very how, big. How's Colorado have two games in hand? That's like – no one else has that. I don't know, but, they, you know, they're – Extra time. They they asked this week, should Colorado be a sneaky MLS Cup contender? That's what David Gass was asking. And he says, you know, outside of Seattle going into the playoffs, he thought they'd have the best ma- uh, midfield in the matchup. Charlie Davies Dude. was like, eh, let's chill, chill a little bit. But I don't listen to David Gass. Like he, he talks <laughs> like he hates sporting Kansas City. Like he yeah. spends zero time on them ever 
Weeby always tries to sneak it in there because it's important. They were leading the West for a good while. But if it's not Seattle, RSL, uh, youth players, David Goss just really doesn't care. So yeah, this true. is not an F Charlie Davies moment or an F, you know, well, uh, Bobby Warshaw. This this is a – you said David Gass. So that's, David that's Gass is the one – you said gas. That's not his name, but I, I will. Okay, res- well, I'll, I'll disrespect him all the same. Gas man. Clearly, I have issues pronouncing last names of people who have simple <laughs> looking last names. But Charlie Davies, we don't want to say anything bad about Charlie Davies because on the same episode of Extra Time, Charlie Davies is out here going, as long as Alan Polito is healthy, this team has a shot because right now Daniel Shallowy is playing the best soccer of his young career. Johnny Russell and Alan Polito, those three are dynamic, interchangeable. They can cause so many problems. They combine wealth, movement off the ball has been strong. So they're a team I think has a really good shot in the Western Conference. You're not right. You're not wrong, Chuck. I tell you, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the this this game, though, this weekend, I mean, they always say, what's Peter say? We're always worried about the next game. Mm-hmm. Well, this next game happens to be a little bigger than most next games. Mm-hmm. So Colorado coming to town, dude, they frustrated us a little bit. I would argue that we have a little heated rivalry with them at times mm-hmm. with Abubakar in the back. Mm-hmm. Funnest name to say. Love it. <laughs> I say it correctly. And I'm very <laughs> proud of it. And and Diego Rubio probably getting on the field somewhere. Kellen Acosta yeah. trying to torch us in the midfield. Yeah. Mark it's Anthony gonna... K, as I've learned to pronounce his name. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be rough, dude. And it's gonna yeah. be hot. Thankfully, it it the sun should be about down because it, it's like eight o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Well, Colorado just came back from uh, from behind in Salt Lake. They were down one zero, and then Diego Rubio and Mark Anthony K scored two goals in seven minutes and they come back two one. So this is a game where so if, we get a, if we get a draw, I'm happy with this game. Just don't drop points. Like, don't drop yeah. the full three. Nah, so. dude, I don't think that happens. I think we're fired up because it's a home game. And they know, like, guys, do not mess this up. Win this game for our fans. Win this game for us. Yeah. You know, let's go out there and get it done. Yeah. And you won't have Remy Walter. And I don't know who steps in there for him. Uh, Felipe Hernandez is still gone presumably i really mm-hmm. hope everything's okay with that kid it's yeah. a sad deal to know someone's been gone for so long with an unstated personal reasons reason you know yeah so uh who steps in for remy then uh i mean Ilya probably comes back up into the midfield and then do we get a graham smith sighting at center back roberto punchech nah no 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 you won't do that they'll they'll do uh cave rod before that probably That's i think true. The depth yeah, charts like that. will probably yeah but can't uh, I mean why can't Ilya stay back there and you start Cam and Roger in the midfield with uh, uh, Gadikinda? Oh, with Gadikinda, yeah. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, you can, but neither Cam so, nor Roger are really natural sixes. Yes. And they really like Gadi playing a little forward because Gadi yeah. makes people look stupid. Yeah. Gadi gets up there, they'll close him down two people, and he'll yeah. just like turn in a circle. with the ball yeah he just turns on these fools and i'm like i just start laughing it's amazing no it's good well i don't know um we'll see it'll be interesting i mean sporting kc recently they signed another academy product in 19 year old midfielder jake reed as a homegrown player so it probably won't be him but he is uh not jake Jake reed Reed. i did jake davis davis Jake Reed is the president who, who, of the club. Who doesn't look like he's having fun at all in any of these <laughs> pictures. He looks like, yeah, this is this yeah. is where I'm at. This is where I'm at but at the time being. <laughs> well, you know, what was interesting about that is they said in the press release they're like he's a midfielder, but he can also play right back. It was interesting how they pointed that out to me because I was like, ooh, 
is does that bode poorly for Jalen Lindsay's injury? If they're like kind of going uh-huh. out of their way to be like, oh, he can also play. I know we have Caden Pierre, but Jalen might be out for a bit. Yeah. But if they're needing some midfield and some right back depth and they sign Jake Davis, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Did you hear that his current contract with SKC2 actually included him being signed to the first team starting in January? Oh, I didn't realize that. No. Like that's kind of neat. So really, he knew he was coming to the first team January 2022. They just accelerated it because they needed him. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Very cool. So maybe Good that's thing. why he didn't look surprised. He's just like, well, okay, guess what? I knew this early. was coming. Yeah. Whatever. Let's get to some questions here. Uh, Connor Bateman, uh, what are your thoughts on Vermees post-game press conference against Minnesota? I think he was 100% spot on calling out the officiating against our guys. Uh, is disrespectful. It's ridiculous how consistently inconsistent the officiating in MLS is each season. Connor, I loved it. And I, here's what I also loved. I loved after his rant, Thad, <laughs> Thad goes, he asked about some other situation and he goes, uh, could you, could you tell, could you speak on that for a bit? And uh, Thad just baited him because he yeah. knew he'd get more quotes because yeah. Peter was mad. He's like, can you talk about this foul too? And Peter's like, yeah. my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> While I'm at it, here I go. I laughed so hard. I was like, Thad, you son of a gun. <laughs> <sighs> um, he's not wrong though. Peter's frustrated. You know, it's, yeah. it's, He's mad, especially coming off that Portland thing. God forbid something go wrong this Saturday with officiating. He's going to blow a gasket. He's going to throw chair Bobby Knight style. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Brett Allen says, what happens with Russell at the end of the season? Do we bring him back as a TAM player and bring in a new DP winger similar to what Portland did with Valeri? I mean, Mm. that'd be nice, but we'll see. TAM player sounds decent. I mean, yeah. What sucks is that like Johnny's not playing bad. He's just not putting not, up numbers, right? He's not a DP level player right now. Yeah. So I we mean, talked I, about this before. He's crucial for our team. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit before. I, I don't think he comes back on a DP contract, but we'll see. So yeah, I don't, you know, yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to see movement at the end and if he's part of that. Sure. Um, Michael Beard, who do you need to invite on no other pod to jumpstart their on-field performance like Daniel Shallowy? Ooh, dude, I wouldn't <laughs> mind getting that baby flash Cam Duke stock oh, man. raising through the roof. We'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll right? see if we can get him. I mean, it's been a minute, so. I don't know if he'd give us any juice, but we get something out of him. We try. We try. Uh, this is a fun one. Chip Colmia. So, okay, as y'all know, hey. Benny, or maybe you don't know, Benny Failhaber was announced as the Sporting KC Academy U-17 coach. That's right. Which is pretty cool. And buried within that press release was uh, Roger Espinoza and Ilya have also taken up assistant coaching positions with the U-13s and the U-14s. So yep. that's, that's interesting. That's kind of cool. But They must I, like Kansas City a little bit. They must. And that's <laughs> good, for especially for Ilya. That's, yeah. that's cool to know. Uh, but... What Chip asks is, which fictional character coach do you think Benny would be most like as the U seventeen coach? And he and he put up a, a picture of Gordon Bombay. Yeah. So which I, I like the uh, I, I like the old uh, I like the you know he doesn't like running at all. Benny just hates running. Yeah. So I assume that he would make his players run. He'd be he'd be like Denzel from Remember the Titans. Yeah. You throw a bad pass, you run a mile. You take your helmet off. <laughs> You run a mile, you yeah. know, yeah. and uh, I think Benny would make him run a mile. If something, <laughs> something goes bad. That's that's not a bad one. I actually kind of like 
Gordon Bombay comparison a little bit because Bombay had both that ability to, for those of you who don't know, because you're young people, Gordon Bombay, the, <laughs> hey, there's the a TV coach, show now, the coach of the Mighty Ducks. Um, he had that that temper that would flip. Sure. And Benny's got that temper that would flip. But also, but he the also I don't give a shit attitude. And also he could relate to the player. You know, he, he'd, he'd flip that temper and then he'd come back out and he'd be like, you guys are playing like ducks. And then you yep. pull out the new jerseys and they'd be all like, quack, 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 there Mr. Ducksworth. And, and he'd be like, keep swinging, Charlie. Maybe you'll give him a cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I you know Gordon Bombay is not a, not a bad one. You know, Benny's not, you know, the arrogant asshole that Gordon Bombay started as. But Gordon Bombay also was the former pro who, who couldn't cut it anymore. And who was a lawyer, you know. If you've yet to watch that Disney Plus series, by the way, it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. I know you have not, but you should. <laughs> I, I, it's on the list. They got season two coming, so that's cool. A couple other questions here, real quick, before we uh, we we basically call it good. Um, where's Felipe Hernandez from OHGAKS? I don't know how to say that. O- Ogax. Um, we don't it's know, rough, man. We don't know. Hopefully, all's well with him. I, I I also hope, like you know, I hope it doesn't leak out or whatever because it's obviously some super personal issue that's none of our businesses right um so you know hugs to him and i hope everything's fine and what if he's just like yeah i was grounded (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't think it's that but you know hope all is well yeah and then finally garrett alley asks via email is it time to punt on the run for the shield um i guess england's rolling there although they just uh are reportedly selling Buchanan over to Club Bruges for seven okay. million dollars in, wow. in Belgium. So and their lead scorer is uh hurt for the time being. Yeah. I mean 49 points. That's that's 10 to make up 10 points in it with only a game in hand is is a, a tall order. So well, it can be done because I think there's like 13 games left, but that means New England Revolution have to actually lose a game. And yeah. they're not losing right no, now. They've lost that's three insane. games on the year. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't, I don't ever say give up. I mean, keep winning, keep yeah. going for seeding in our conference. Like we want home playoff games, you know? Yeah. So, and a buy, we'd love a first week buy, dude. That's what I'm going for. I want the, I want that first, that first spot in the West. So we can get the buy. Well, what's our last game. Isn't our last game like November 7th. Uh, let me look that up here. I just closed out of the schedule, so you caught me at a bad time. Well, I apologize. Yep, November seventh at home versus RSL. And is that a what's that a Saturday? Uh, that is. Or is that midweek? No, it can't be midweek. No, okay. it's a Sunday. It's a decision day. Sunday. Sunday. So. Okay, so ideally, the next week would be a bye, right? Yeah. For playoffs. Yeah. So we'll see. Good. We'll that'd see. be yeah. That'd be sweet. That's about all the. Is it just the first team that gets a buy? Yes, no, it is. So So that's rough. That's a that's a that's a spot you want to be in. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's about all the SKC and MLS news to talk this week. There's the All Star game tonight. I might have it on briefly, but I don't really care. We'll see. Uh, I'm gonna go to Wosto. Uh, if I get some kind of notification on my phone that says Daniel is in. Maybe I'll pull it up on my phone or something and or catch the second half when I get home. So yeah. But yeah, dude, they got a Woso game. And hey, Woso, KCNWSL only wins at home. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, 
Well, that's about all we got for this week, folks. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you to those who asked questions. Thank you to those who submitted five-star rating and review. Uh, make sure you go do that if you have not yet done so. Make sure you check out our merch store at bit.ly.com slash pod. Got lots of great merch to check out. There's always sales going on, so go check that out. Uh, make sure you go to hellotushy.com slash noother. Get your 10% off your Hello Tushy bidet. Uh, and then obviously use code nootherpod at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nootherpod at dancouser at jcmax03. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nootherpod, or shoot us an email like Garrett did, nootherpod at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Garrett. So until next time, he's Dan, I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. And buy up that baby flash stock so we can go to the moon. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.